Hello, this is Pastor Innocent Mwangi from Breakthrough Victory Church, all the way from Nairobi. Today I want to talk about obedience, and I want to say that obedience is the door that leads to your blessings and breakthrough. And one of the things I've realized about the Bible is that there are so many, there's so many things that we've been asked to do. But each and every one of these things that we've been asked to do in the Bible, or that the Bible encourages us to do, one of the most important thing is obedience. Everything hinges on obedience. You know, when you don't recognize somebody's authority, the first thing that you do is to disobey their authority. But once you recognize somebody's authority, what you do is to obey what they say. And that's why it's very important for us to understand the importance of uh, obedience in the Bible. If we don't understand the importance of obedience in the Bible, then we will miss the rest of the message. And so it's very critical because I can come here and tell you all manner of stories. I can come here and tell you uh, this and that, that you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to follow this regimen, you need to follow this diet, you need to follow this advice, you need to follow these instructions, you need to follow the, 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 the examples of the sermons that I've been giving you that you know you need to do God's will, that you need to, uh, to, to, to live out your full potential, that there is a purpose for which you are created for and you need to live for it. And all these things are beautiful. They are beautiful things, you know, they are beautiful concepts. You know, the Bible is a beautiful manual, you know, it has instructions for life. In other words, it has instructions to help us to live a successful life in this world and in the world to come. But do we obey the Bible? Do we obey the Word of God? You see, the most important thing, what gives authority its its completeness is obedience. You know, we've been talking about the authority of a believer. But I want to say that the authority of a believer is in obeying God's Word. That's where your authority becomes complete. That's where it takes meaning. And there is any authority anywhere in the world, in this world and in the outer world, any authority anywhere is useless if the people that are subjected to it do not obey that authority. And the same thing it is with the Bible. If we do not believe, and that's a whole different thing altogether. If we do not believe that the word of God is true, then we will not be led to obeying the word. But on the other hand, it's even more sad. Sometimes we believe the word of God is true. We believe uh, the concepts in the Bible. We believe that if we give, it shall come back to us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. We believe all this scriptural uh, basis for Christian prosperity and blessings. We believe all of them bad. Even if we believe and we do not obey, then our belief is nothing. In fact, there's a scripture in the Bible that says that even the demons believe. You know, we say that we believe, then the demons even do one better. They believe and they shudder. There are those of us who believe, but we do nothing. You know, the word of God, we believe that the word of God is true, but we do nothing about it. We do not obey the word of God. And obedience is made complete in action. You know, when you act upon the word of God, that's when your obedience is made complete. And that's why, you know, if you go back to Deuteronomy chapter 28, 
I would encourage you to read all the way from verse 1 to 14, and then you can read from 15 going forward. But chapter 1 is very poignant in this in this book of Deuteronomy because it, it sets the pace for the blessings of God. The blessings of God do not just come without any conditions. The blessings of God carry a condition. And the Bible says in Deuteronomy 28 and verse 1, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee, and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken, and mean, shalt hearken means, if thou shalt obey, I shall hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. If you obey the voice of the Lord your God, all these blessings promised in Deuteronomy 28 and verse 1 to 14 shall overtake you. But then when you go down to verse 15, the Bible says, if you do not obey, if you do not hearken unto the voice of the Lord, observing to do all his statutes and his commandments, then all, all the following curses will follow. But let's not concern ourselves with the curses. Let us concern ourselves with the blessings that comes via obedience. So it is very important for us to obey. And I would like to give a little story. Um, I read it somewhere online. And it says that a certain shopkeeper needed to employ a boy in his shop. So he advertised for a boy to assist in his shop. Within a few hours after the morning paper came out, his office was filled with all kinds of boys. Not knowing which one to choose, he sent them away and advertised again. But this time, the advert read, Wanted to assist in a shop. A boy who obeys his mother. Drop in for an interview. Only two boys showed up to apply. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Well, it is. Because before this, before he, before he had made the advertisement, he did not put the, the condition that the boy must obey his mother. But when he put that condition that the boy he's looking for is one who obeys his mother, only two boys showed up. And this is the crux of the matter. This is what really where the rubber meets the road when it comes to our Christianity, when it comes to our belief in God. This is where the matter, the, 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 the rubber meets the road. This is where it all comes together. This is where we become successful Christians and this is where we fail. This is where we become God-pleasing people and this is also where we, be, we become people who do not please God. It doesn't matter what we say. <clears throat> We might say that we love God. We might say that we, we care about God. We might say that God is God is my all in all. God is everything that I think about. God is my, my everything. But if that is not combined with obedience, you know, it's all nothing. But, but what is obedience? Obedience is compliance with an order, request or law or submission to another's authority. Simply obedience is submission to another's authority, not just to submit, because submission is not just a passive word. A submission is an active word. It's a, it's a word that you act, you submit, you do something that shows that you have subjected yourself under the authority of the person that you're submitting to. So obedience is submission to another's authority. And believers, we must submit to the authority of Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, in the beginning, we were created in the image and out of the likeness of God. But in Genesis chapter 3, we lost our 
image. We lost our identity in God. When Adam and Eve sinned, we lost our identity. But then in John 3.16, Christ came to restore us our identity and so now we do not speak of our own authority we speak of the authority that is in the name of jesus christ that has been given to us through salvation so now again we have the authority we have the authority but for that authority to be complete we must obey the word of god if we do not obey the word of god whatever we do or say is nothing so obedience there's a gentleman called theodore uh, theodore roosevelt and he and he said that obedience of the law is demanded not asked as a favor when we've been asked to obey the law it's not a polite request would you kindly obey the law would you kindly obey the law would you kindly uh, obey the traffic laws would you kindly obey the tax laws would you kindly it's not requested of us it is demanded of us that is how the world system operates the same way even in the bible it is demanded of us that we be obedient to the word of god otherwise we are not christians <laughs> hallelujah it's demanded of us to obey the word of god we have to submit to god's word if we don't submit it doesn't matter how many scriptures you can recite it doesn't matter even if you uh, recite from genesis to revelation if you don't obey the word of god it is nothing hallelujah and another gentleman called dietrich uh, bon bonhoeffer said one day that one act of obedience is better than 100 sermons <laughs> You know, I've been preaching a lot for a long time now. For more than a decade, I've been preaching in different capacities. And I can tell you, if all my sermons can be gathered together, if all of them can be gathered together, hundreds of them can be gathered together, and and you you, you read all of them, you, you listen to all of them, and you watch all of them, and you internalize all of them, and you even an exam is set, and you pass with 100%. If you don't obey one word of God in those summons, all that is futility. One act of obedience is better than 100 summons. So, I want to give you a few points and like I said I'm a points guy I want to give you a few points to to ponder about obedience and number one behind every commandment is a requirement to obey behind every commandment is a requirement to obey every commandment you receive is given out with the intention that you're going to obey it no one gives out a commandment thinking that it's not going to be obeyed. Otherwise, it will not be given out in the first place. And like I, like I said, you know, obedience is not a request. It's a, a demand. It's demanded of you to obey as long as you are subjected yourself to a particular authority. And behind every commandment is a requirement to obey. A commandment carries weight. Carries weight. It's complete. In other words, an authority given out an instruction given out has its completeness in obedience if you don't obey there are repercussions there are repercussions and this brings me to my point number two obedience attracts reward and punishment <laughs> this is true 
obedience attracts reward. The reason why we have been given instructions, if you do one, two, three, like we have seen in Genesis 28 and verse 1 to 14, if you obey the Lord, if you are careful to keep my statutes, then all these blessings shall follow you. Those are, those are rewards because you obey. But then when you go down to verse 15, the Bible says, if you do not obey, if the children of Israel do not obey, God's statutes and keep his commandment, then all these curses shall follow. So every obedience attracts rewards and punishment. We obey the word of God. There's going to be a reward. We're going to live with Christ in heaven forever. Hallelujah. You know, eternity is our portion, eternity with God. But then if we do not obey, if you do not obey the word of God, if we if we go against the word of God, if we recant the word of God, if we reject the word of God, then hell is waiting. So it's up to you to obey the word of God and get the rewards or to disobey the word of God and get the punishment. So obedience attracts rewards and punishment. And number three, although one can choose to or not to obey a command, they cannot avoid the consequences of their actions. If you can choose to obey or not to obey the word of God, the authority of the word of God, but be ready that there's going to be consequences. Choices have consequences. Choosing to obey has rewarding consequences. Choosing to disobey has punishing consequences. So you choose which way will you go? Will you obey the word of God? And obeying, as I said, involves action, involves, you know, uh, acting upon the authority that is in the word of God. Hallelujah. And number four, as long as you are under a certain dominion or authority, and you have subjected yourself or has been subjected to an authority, you are duty-bound to obey that authority. Failure to do so will attract mandatory consequence. In other words, once you subject yourself, as a Christian, we have subjected ourselves to the authority and the dominion of our Christ, of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is in the name of Jesus that we do what we do. So we obey the word of God. We do the word of God. We speak the word of God. We have subjected ourselves to the dominion and authority of the kingdom of heaven. And therefore we must obey the, the rules and the dictates of the kingdom of heaven. And also obey our king, God. Now if we do not, there will be consequences. If we do, there will be consequences, good consequences. But if you don't obey, there will be terrible consequences. And now, number five, without obedience, there will be no need for laws. Laws would not be necessary if people don't obey. So why set laws that no one is going to obey? The reason why we have laws is because they're supposed to be obeyed. We've got to stick to laws. The reason why we have the Bible our, our manual, our instruction, our constitution is so that we can obey the word of God. Without the Bible, I will not even be standing here to talk to you about obedience because every, it will be a free for all, everyone for themselves. So without obedience, there will be no need for laws. The laws exist to enforce obedience. The laws exist to enforce obedience. The word of God exists to enforce obedience from us as Christians. And number six, obedience cannot be forced, but it can be enforced. 
it cannot be forced. We ca- I can't force you to obey, but I can enforce obedience. In other words, I can demand that you sit down and you refuse to sit down, then I force you to sit down. But that does not mean that you have obeyed me. You could be sitting down, but you you might as well be standing up in, inside you. There, there are many costs of disobedience. When you disobey, when we disobey, especially when we disobey God, it comes with consequences. And number and number seven, if it's number seven, yes, it's number seven. Number seven, when you obey the laws of the land, you get to enjoy certain privileges. But when you disobey the law and the law of the land, you get to suffer certain penalties prescribed by the same law. You enjoy the laws of the land. You, you stick to the Bible, do all the statutes and the commandments that God has commanded us to do. Obey the word of God, implement the word of God, act upon the promises in the word of God. There are going to be beautiful, beautiful, beautiful rewards and privileges. If you disobey, on the other hand, there will be certain penalties that are prescribed by the same law. You know, the punishment is prescribed in the same law that we are supposed to obey. The punishment is, in, is, is, is described or is, 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 is enforced within the Bible. The same, same Bible that, 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 that promises us eternity. It's the same, same Bible that talks about hell and damnation when we don't obey. And number eight, as I come to wind down, you don't choose to obey or not to obey. You have to obey. Otherwise, you face the full force of the law. And I've said that, you know, don't choose to obey. It's not a question of whether shall I obey, shall I not obey, will I do or shall I not do. You have to do it, you know. Today, there is a fallacy or a false belief that you can do whatever you want to do in the kingdom of God, you know, because we are free <laughs> and get away with it just because God's grace is sufficient. You know, that's not... The way we are supposed to look at it, Paul was referring to a prevailing weakness that always kept him humble, a thorn in the flesh that God, for some reason, did not take away. You no, know? and then the Bible says, "My grace is sufficient for you." And sometimes we we abuse grace, we abuse grace, you know, we rubbish grace. Yes, the grace of God is sufficient for us, but the grace of God is not to be trashed. Disobedience, unless repented will always be punished. And number nine, this is my last point, sacrifice is what you pay after you fail to obey. Sacrifice. Sacrifice is a beautiful thing. Let me just put that out. It's a beautiful thing when people sacrifice. But what if what if everybody did what they are supposed to do? What if we all obeyed? In fact, the Bible says obedience is better than sacrifice. If we all obeyed, if we all obeyed the word of God, if we all did what God calls us to do, then nobody will have to sacrifice. Imagine if Jesus didn't have to die. Imagine if Jesus didn't have to die. Imagine if Adam and Eve never sinned in the first place. Jesus would not have had to die because we will have been in the perfect will of God. So obedience is better than sacrifice. But then sacrifice is what you pay after you fail to obey. Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice, not because he failed to obey, but because we failed to obey. (laughs) We broke the law. He didn't break the law, but he paid the penalty for us. That's what makes the law of grace so magnificent. You know, Christ didn't do all those evil things. We are the ones who sinned, but yet it's Christ who died. He paid the sacrifice. This is what I want to tell you. Sometimes things get really bad. 
and you make mistakes, you make wrong choices, make wrong decisions, and you do things that you should not have done. If it has to get to the place where you have to sacrifice, where you have to go without food, to see God, God's face in, in fasting and prayer, please do it. Pay the sacrifice. But it's better before you get there, why don't you just obey the word of God? And the only sacrifice that God cannot resist is that of a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. Psalms 51 and verse 17. That is the kind of a sacrifice that God will not despise. So when, when you're making a sacrifice, make sure that this is not, um, it's not a punishment on your body. You're not doing this. You're not like stepping on hot coals. You're not like, you know, drilling nails on your body to show people that you're sacrificing. It is not like you're, you're crucifying yourself on the cross like so many people do during Easter or during the resurrection day. We find so many people trying to be like Jesus and nailing themselves on the cross and trying to suffer just like Christ did. That's not the kind of sacrifice that we are talking about. Christ paid it once and for all. But the contrite, the heart that says, Lord, I'm sorry. The heart that says, Lord, I'm sorry. Lord, forgive me. Lord, I'm crying on behalf of this nation, Lord. I'm, I'm traversing on behalf of this nation. I'm traversing on behalf of the, of, the, of the evils in the world. I'm traversing, dear God, on behalf of the pain that is being caused by COVID-19. I'm traversing, oh God, for everybody that is sick in the world. Lord, would you heal them? That kind of a contrite heart. And a broken spirit is the kind of sacrifice that God does not despise. And I want to finish by saying that the opposite of obedience is sin. In fact, sin is disobedience to God. Doing what God told you not to do, or not doing what God told you to do. Adam and Eve were told not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They were told not to eat. Not that first they were told to eat from every tree of the garden. But of the tree of the knowledge of, the, of good and evil, they were told not to eat. They were also told that uh, what would happen if they disobeyed God and ate from the tree. They would surely die. You know, there's always repercussions, clear repercussions for disobedience. And the boundaries were clear. Obey me and you're free to eat of all the other trees in the garden. But disobey me and you will die. And they chose to disobey God. And this is where I want to bring this message home. Obedience is better than sacrifice. In other words, it's better. Sacrifice is good. When, ha when we come to that place where we may have to sacrifice, and we have seen from Psalms 51 and verse 17, the kind of sacrifice that God cannot resist, that of a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, that God will not resist. But what I'm trying to say is this. The Bible is clear. The Word of God is clear. From Genesis to Revelation, even with, with all the symbols in the, Bible, in the Bible, in the Word of God, the Word of God is clear. As clear as day and night. And all we need to do is first of all to understand the Word of God. And then also we need to understand our position in the Word of God. We also need to understand our role in the Word of God. And our role in the Word of God is obeying the Word of God. What God says. If each and every one of us obeyed the Word of God, 
and I'm not looking and I'm, th- I'm not thinking about sticking to dogmas and 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 and, and very strict straight jacketed laws I'm talking about stick uh, sticking to the word of God which is about the grace of God and when we fall when you don't do things right just go back to God and say Lord I'm sorry forgive me then the world is going to be a better place then the church is going to shine the church is going to be a good place when we obey the word of God So my brother my sister I'm calling you to come back to obedience come back to obey the word of God we believe in the word of God we believe in the kingdom of heaven we believe in the authority that we have through Jesus and all we need to do right now is to obey whatever God tells us to do we do it without questioning without asking God why are you asking me to do this and yet other people are doing one two three we obey the authority that we respect and recognize we obey the authority that we respect and recognize we disobey the authority that we do not recognize and the authority that we do not respect so please from today going forward my prayer for you is that you're going to obey the word of god so let me pray for you father in jesus name i thank you for my listener i don't know where they are listening to me from They may be listening to me from anywhere in the world. But God, you are everywhere in the world because you have ambassadors everywhere in the world. And God, even as this ambassador listens to me, this one created in the image and after the likeness of God. I know they have failed, they have gone astray, and they have they have diminished the importance of obeying your word. And right now, dear God, they are coming back to the heart of obedience. And I pray dear God from today going forward, you will help them to obey you and to obey your word so that they can live a prosperous life, a life that gives you glory, a life and a life that is pleasing unto you. I thank you heavenly Father. Thank you Father for everyone that has listened to me today. Bless them oh God with exceeding love and with exceeding mercy oh God. And let your grace always be sufficient upon their lives. For I pray this in for I pray this believing and trusting in the mighty and wonderful name of Jesus Christ and amen and everybody say amen this is pastor innocent mongi again from breakthrough of the great church until next broadcast it's shalom from me goodbye